Hey everybody, welcome back to the Club Cool Podcast, where we meet at the intersection of style and pop culture, brought to you by Grand X Media. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley. This is V17. We have a super, super special guest today on Club Cool. He is our first celebrity wow. to join the pod. Yeah. Am I? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I saw on Twitter that you're that you're a celebrity now. You yeah. s- you said that you were and then immediately Wait, got asked to I take. When did I say I was? Uh, maybe somebody else, yeah, somebody else said that you said you were. And then huh. immediately people were asking to take pictures with you. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now I know what you're <laughs> and talking so, about. Yeah, and so now it's uh <laughs> that it was confirmed basically. Everybody welcome Dylan Cheverer. Well, thank you, Barrett. It's about time I'm on here, man. I, yeah. I apologize for not coming on the first time you asked me. It was day one of the new mailbag, and I I'd had to keep the head straight. That's true. That's and so true. I needed to focus in on that, but I'm so happy to be here. Well, it's okay. In the meantime, I, you clearly felt the need to get on this pod, and so you've been out there making lots of big moves. I have been. Yeah. I've, I've been doing work on the gram, as, as I'm sure you've seen. Yeah. Um, I've, I've made some purchases. You've made a couple of purchases. And I've... I've have not shied away from showing them off. Yeah. And I'm happy to talk about them today. Yeah. I, we're we're going to talk about some headwear today. Yes. We're going to talk hats. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Uh, Dylan is a ranch boy, so we're going to get into boy. a little Western wear. Boots, jeans. Um, and Let's do then, all of it. Yeah. I think, and Phil, Phil, our unofficial co-host, Phil, might pop in here as well to join us for, for a few listener questions. Ah. He's a grind boy, though. He's got other duties. And so, you know, he's 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 probably closing some deals or something Mike right can do it all, though, so I'm not worried about him. That's He'll true. handle That's it true. just fine. All right, before we do get into talking about hats, I did want to issue an apology. I was pretty insensitive regarding the uh, the Mac Miller and the death stuff with Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. I just let hot takes fly and didn't really consider or think about them before I said some stuff that was pretty callous. So, um, you know, I, somebody did reach out and was like, hey, that wasn't chill. That was not cool. You, you got to think about what you say. So I would like to uh, to to issue that retraction and apology for being insensitive. And if I offended you, I do apologize. And, uh, you know, when it comes to to deaths, especially suicide, I should just give it a few weeks and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and and sleep on it. It's big of you. Yeah. Anyways, back on to the uh, to the brighter side of things. You've made a couple of recent purchases. Yeah. in the headwear department. <laughs> yeah, I have. You've been sp- you've been sporting them on the gram. Yeah. It's garnering a lot of discussion. Yeah. Uh, we, you just want to jump tell right me about, in. Tell me tell okay. me what tell me about the first purchase and how you decided to just like jump in, you know, head first into this hat game. All right, so last month, beginning of last month, I went to Europe for the first time. Um I went to Paris, then went to Greece, then I went to Italy. My goal was to purchase headwear native to that region at every place I went to. <laughs> okay. Just because it's just a fun element to a vacation for me. It's like something you bring back, but also get like stupid pictures off while you're there and embrace yeah. their culture. I, it was half bit, half fun. Mm-hmm. It, I, I don't know. I just, I just enjoy I Okay. Have you I, done this before in other places? No, but this is my first time traveling to a, to a place that has such like a rich culture like okay. this. Okay. Right. And so... Additionally, when when I travel, I like to embrace like the tourist. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't like to I don't like to try and immerse completely and and try and blend in with everyone there. I think it's funny to be like that guy is clearly not from here. 
He's traveling from somewhere, and I don't. I'm, I'm going to speak English to him because he doesn't speak Italian. Mm-hmm. And so most people come up to me like, "Hey, sir," because it, I'm obviously not from there. I enjoy that that aspect of of traveling. So, my original plan was to purchase a beret when I was in Paris. I I didn't pull the trigger <laughs> because they're just so ridiculous. Like I, they're just so ridiculous. I don't know. Plus, not many people wear them there. Yeah, I saw three maybe. That's like. I feel like that's kind of a, a vintage Parisian it is. stereotype. It is. I the, expected to see many more berets than I saw. I saw three. I, you might be seeing more berets stateside now because I think they're kind of back in fashion really? for, for women. And the, the people I saw wearing them, they didn't even look like they were native to, to France. They, it, was, they, it, was, it was probably just some dumb some American tourist that, trying, yes. to, trying to blend in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so I didn't pull a trigger on a beret. Uh, in Greece, I don't really know what kind of hat they wear in Greece. So I didn't purchase a hat, actually, until I got to Italy. Okay. And so I don't know if you've been to Italy, but everyone there has a Panama hat. Mm-hmm. Everyone. And it's if you travel to Italy, I feel like every American tourist there, you it's just part of the routine of traveling there. You just purchase a Panama hat and wear it around. And so it took me a while to find one. Okay, a lot of Panama hats and a lot of fedoras, a lot of straw Fedoras, and when I when I say fedora, I mean short brim mm-hmm. that's like a little curved up in the back, yeah, in like right. a thick band. Yep. To me, that is what a fedora is, like a traditionally shaped fedora. Yeah, I'm with you. So everyone either had one of those two hats on. There's no way I'm wearing a fedora. No way. So I found the the whitest brim um, Panama hat I could find, and that's what you see me wearing in the pictures I posted from Italy. I got it in Capri, and so this kind of started like a little hat phase for me. <laughs> Um, did you, you, you interrupt me whenever you want? Okay. How many, how many stores did you go into looking for a Panama? How many hats did you try on? Okay, I went into probably seven stores. This is just an estimate okay. before I settled on one. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I found one I really really liked at the eighth store, but it was like two hundred ninety dollars. Okay. And I wasn't going to do that. Yeah, that's, that's it. Was steep. probably a little bit better uh, shaped hat. Like mm-hmm. it had a wider brim. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to the one. I came back to the seventh store, and I spent 37 euro on this hat, on my Panama hat. And, and you I felt, w- feel pretty good about the, of the way it looked on you? You, you uh, flaunting, just you know, strutting out of the store with this thing? I felt I felt good enough. I, I mean, there you blend in with everyone because right. everyone has them. Uh, I felt good about it. And not, it wasn't until I got pushback <laughs> is when I, you know, I posted it on Instagram and Will was coming at me, calling it a fedora, and it just started this whole thing. But that that's the hat that kicked off my, my newest little hat okay. trend. I do think, I think a Panama is a great, I think it's a great way to dive in. Okay. It's like a good, it's a good first hat that's not a ball cap, really. Yeah. Because, it, you know, you, you've probably, you've kind of seen similar things with like the straw golf hats. That some guys like to wear. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's very summery. It's not, it's just like, the, its degree of difficulty is is much lower than than some other hats. And it, it looks For good. Sure. It's got the wider brim. You don't look like a total douche. Yeah. And so that was my way of embracing the Italian culture while also being like dumbass tourist guy, which I enjoy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was kind of a happy balance between the two. And you know what? I think I got a look off. Uh, uh, yeah. The grams were great. Yeah, and you came in my defense, which I appreciate. Yes. Uh, someone asked for your opinion because after Will said it, it was a fedora and I was getting piled on, <laughs> you came in my defense and said, well, 
I forgot what, exactly what you said, but you said this is a Panama hat. Yeah. And I appreciate that for yes. sticking up for me. Yeah, the the wider brim with the straw construction. I love it. I love it. Is a typical. No, the only the only downside to purchasing such a hat is that it doesn't really fit in over here. So I don't know when I'm going to wear it again. You will. That's that's next summer's like your pool hat. Okay. You take that thing down to the pool. Okay. You grilling some burgers on the grill. That's your grill. That's your grill hat. I do love the hat. It's like a. It's very chill. It's like it's it's you know you're blocking you're blocking the rays. I am. You know, and it's keeping cool. You get you're getting some airflow up there. Maybe I can incorporate it into a Halloween costume too. That you should think about it. I will. I, now, I will. let's talk about the second hat because that okay. one feels like you could definitely incorporate it into a yeah, Halloween costume. I, I, yeah. So the second hat. So I. Okay. So before my Europe trip, I actually even tweeted about it. I said I need to purchase. I I, I want to get into because felt season mm-hmm. is a thing in the fall time, fall and winter. If you are familiar with cowboy hats, in the summer and spring you wear a straw cowboy hat. Yep. When the fall comes around, you switch to felt. Okay. That's standard. And so I wanted to I wanted to get a felt hat, and I just like the look of the flat brim cowboy hat because it's not like you see most cowboy hats. Obviously, obviously the traditional shape has the big curved wide brim, which are great hats. But I just want to do something a little different. I'm not a cowboy, you know. I don't I don't ride horses and and wear spurs on my boots. I don't I'm not a serious cowboy. So I just wanted like a kind of a happy medium. I wanted to kind of limp into the felt game. Okay. Okay. Yep. And I did some research, and I, I hadn't pulled the trigger yet, and then I went to see A Star is Born. <laughs> okay. You've seen it. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Jackson Maine, the main character, has a great one. Yes. Um, His is incredible. And so I saw that movie, and I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I can't believe I don't have one of these hats yet. The next day, I went out, because it had been on my mind. I, I didn't. I knew nothing about the movie. Yeah. It had been on my mind for months, and I saw the, the movie. I was like, I- I'm doing it. So I went, I went to Cavender's. And I purchased a Stetson. It's a called a crushable. It's 100 wool felt cowboy hat for eighty dollars, and that kind of kicked off this uh, this felt season campaign. I'm I'm currently uh, championing. So. Okay. All right. So yeah. So so I'm glad that you brought up a Star Is Born because I, I saw the movie as well. Bradley Cooper's look is phenomenal, and yeah. he wears this his wool or, or felt sort of western hat is like way different than like what you typically think about when you think about a cowboy hat and it's more it it, it like blends more into like the fashion realm of things with like these wide brim fedoras yeah this type of look and i was i was doing some research trying to figure out well first i was trying to like figure out exactly for myself like what are the differences right and so the first difference is the brim his is like that the the brim on on this on his hat is like wide and flat okay. with no real curve up. I kind of have an answer for you. So my hat, if I'm not wearing it, if I set it down on the table if I'm holding it in my hand, the brim is perfectly flat. Yeah. Which is what I wanted. Yeah. I saw it at the store and I said, "Okay, that's what I want." I tried it on and it kind of took on the shape of my head a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because I have a weird shaped head. Or it's because that's just the design of the hat, but it formed to me and it made the bill a little bit curved, and I was frustrated. Hmm. I didn't like it. Um, so, and you're right; those the look of the hat you're talking about, like the perfectly flat. It, it's I think it's a great look, um, and I want. I'm still in search of said hat. Now, I went into there's a little custom hat store 
on Barton Springs Road, which is really close to actually where I just moved from, but it's, you know, central Austin. It's called Aspen Hatter. And it's this is a very unique kind of hat store. You, you can't go on in there, plop down a credit card, and walk out with a hat. Yeah. You can't do it. It's a custom hat place. It takes them months. So you go out there, you pick out the style you want, they measure your head, uh, and they send you on your way. You put down a deposit, they send you on your way. You come back in a month later when they have the hat, and then they they put it on you, and they form it to your head more. Like, I right, come back in another month. <laughs> and it takes like a three-month process. Yeah, yeah. And so finally, you come back the third time, and you pick up your hat. And it is custom for your head, and you get, a, if you want a flat brim, it's a perfectly flat brim. Yeah. It is made out of beaver, okay. which I did not know. Some, I think some are also made out of rabbit. And does this, that these, using these specific furs, like, adds to, like, the, adds to the, the shape and the yes. durability, rigidity, sturdiness. Is that yeah. a word? Rigidity, yep. Um, of the hat. And it, it, it keeps the, blim, the brim flatter, I believe. Okay. Uh, and, he's, and I was talking to the guy, and he was explaining the whole process and the different, he, and by the way, he said, like, your hat, it, it's shaped the way, it, you know, it is because that's a $50 hat. And it's wool. I was like, well, it's 80, but okay. I get it. <laughs> uh, he goes, our hats, they start at $950. Yeah. That's base. Yeah. And you can, of course, you can upgrade the band and all that. But beaver. Okay. Beaver skin. So I'm familiar with the Aspen Hatter, and I, I figured that it was sort of, I figured it was more custom like that. Yeah. Um, I was hoping that it was a little bit less expensive. I was like hoping that maybe you'd get in there for and like could start at like four or five hundred dollars. Yeah, because there's another brand, and if you guys listening out there, if you've ever seen Cam Newton wear a hat at a press conference, someone tipped me off to this brand. Then too. you've then then you're familiar with this brand. It's the the guy's name, the designer's name, that is Nick Fouquet. Yeah, and I just googled his hats, and like immediately I see that. Uh, they're all beaver as well. Oh, really? Yeah. And so, and, and but these hats are like, they are kind of this hybrid. Like they feel very Western, but they also don't feel like a cowboy hat. Yeah. And, and I was familiar with the price of these and they're all like $1,300, $1,400. And you don't even get like the full custom fit. Yeah, yeah. Because you can just buy one of these straight up offline. Man, I went, in, when I was inside the Aspen Hatter, there's this gray one perfectly flat brim and i fell in love i wish i never walked into that store yeah. <laughs> so now i'm like should i justify spending a thousand dollars on this fucking hat i'm not going to that's ridiculous a hat yeah. that i can't wear it's like an everyday hat for me right obviously right. um i did spend time on that website too uh i didn't find any that really struck me as me hats like yeah. there are a bunch or a bunch of good looking hats on there but nothing that was like it screamed me well his are, his are very ornate and and part of the price with his is that there's a lot of hand done custom distressing uh-huh. yeah so there's like a lot of right. burn marks a lot of like you know scratches and they distressing. do that at the aspen hatter as well if you okay. want if you want a distressed look they can do that for you interesting i think they use they use fire like they'll actually burn it a little bit yeah. to give yeah. it some color interesting okay. but um so what what is it you know I'm, I'm thinking back about like where i've seen this style of hat before bradley cooper and his star is born and i think it's usually musicians it's usually yeah. like other it's usually like country western musicians that are not Garth Brooks or George Strait, or like even like a dude from yeah. Mumford and Sons will yeah. wear something kind of like this. It's, it's and a, why? So what? Why is the cowboy hat the prototypical cowboy hat? So what is the deal with its shape? Do you have any background on that? I don't. I don't no? know. Okay. I also picture. You've seen Tombstone, I'm sure. Yeah, I yes. pictured Doc Holliday in this. Hat. Yeah. Yeah, whenever uh, you see yeah. a classic Western film, the, yeah, the like the old spaghetti hats, westerns, there's a ton of different types. Yeah, yeah. 
So there's one like you know the 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 uh, that your traditional cowboy hat, which kind of has like the the big kind of hump in the middle, sure. like the two big ridges. Yeah. But then there's one that's just like a circle on top, yep. which I think is called a gambler, which I think is what Doc Holliday was wearing. Okay. You got a ten movie. gallon, which is the big, just right. completely round one. Yeah. The, yeah. So there's there's, there's tons, a, there's of, tons of different there. ones. Yeah. So the, I mean, the flat brim, I, to me, I just don't know if I, I'm just not a traditional cowboy hat kind of dude. I just, it just, to me, it screams like, you know, drive a truck and spend time out right. on, on the, at the ranch and doing actually cowboy shit. Yeah. And I can't pull that off. Like roping some cattle. And I, I do go to the ranch, like you said, but I'm just not like super, I'm not a country kind of dude. Yeah. So this was like a, a good starting point for me into the, that realm of hats. How have you been incorporating the hat into fits overall? So I, I haven't really pulled off a fit fit with this. I mean, I've worn it out in public a, a few times, but mm-hmm. I just I had jeans and boots on mm-hmm. and a T-shirt. Okay. So I wasn't trying to like actually do work with a fit. I was just stepping out for a, a bite to eat or a beer. Do you feel like kind of the jeans and boots kind of like is the good foundation though, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You, but, I mean, you can't wear joggers with right. that thing. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. you look like an idiot. Um, so yeah, just, I, I just super casual jeans, jeans, boots, t-shirt and the hat just to, and look, I, the reason I, I kind of, I posted it a few times on social media, I just wanted to introduce it to the world and be like, look, this may appear on my head at some point <laughs> and you've seen it here. Now you not expect Micah. <laughs> so if I just sprung it on, on the squad one day, you know, out at, out to eat at Matt's Arancha, like, mm-hmm. whoa, what the fuck are you doing with this hat on? Right. It'd be it'd be jarring. Yes. Condition so. people to expect it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I believe it was earlier this year that I tried to help you solve a problem that I've talked about before. Yeah. Which still fit on top of a pair yep. of Western boots. Yep. So what did you end up finding? Let's see. College up until... I want to say 2012 to graduate from the Wrangler look. They're just, you know, cheap Western jeans. And so, but I also, I'm on a, I'm on a trendy kind of guy. Right. So I, I don't, I don't get too crazy with, with my, with my clothes. The jean I settled on was the Levi 514. Okay. Was what I settled on. And it seems to be, I think it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, they also have a stretch version that's a little bit baggier. Mm-hmm. I would stay away from that one. Okay, I, made I wonder the if that was my problem because I, I it, but it, I, the only versions I was able to try were the stretch ones, and they still were like yeah. showing the outline of my boot too much, and and I wasn't feeling it. So I, I got a pair of the other one online. Yeah, mistake because I did the stretch. It's the only version they had. It was a little bit lighter color. Uh, when I did talk about this, I kind of mentioned this problem when I was on the phone with Duda a couple weeks ago, and for uh, for dudes that are looking for for jeans with boots that I know they make 501s that are 100%. Yeah, I saw you um, mention that. That makes me think of my, my dad is like is a big 501 guy. Yeah. And so I've always just kind of right, right. like old school. They're definitely like a, a more traditional kind of straight leg fit. Yeah. But here's the thing. Exclusive jeans. Yeah. I don't need them for anything other than sure. to wear with boots. I yeah. just want them to fit the way I want. Yeah. That's, then you found gold because that's, to me, they're hard to find. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the slim fit cowboy cut. I do feel like though it's just you know it's it's kind of like a it's just <laughs> Micah, especially in on? that bleached out color. I apologize, producer Micah. Is clearly, um, but yeah, they just they just kind of feel like you're just kind of like screaming, you know, cowboy and western and fraternity brother and pledge and like all these different you connotations said, yeah. that I have with them in so college. I, Everyone had them. Yeah. And so I just feel like I'm taking a step back 
fashion wise, if I like, I don't go back to Wranglers. Like I've, I'm over that phase right. of my life. Right. Even though they might, I didn't try to pair on in years. So maybe they're great now. I don't, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's interesting. So do, are you not even putting those on when you head out to the ranch anymore? I I have a really old pair of Wranglers that I will wear out the ranch. Okay. Yeah. All right. And they're kind of torn up and yeah. Uh, I've I've noticed recently you've you've kind of I would say over the past year you've gravitated more in towards like a little bit more modern kind of casual and contemporary look like you've got Kohan like leather sneakers uh-huh. and like slimmer jeans and Henleys. Yeah. Have you did you steer away from like looking a little bit more western more often? Yeah, so I mean I have I have a, a bunch of pairs of boots that I've I've they're all worn out at this point. So I, I had I've been wearing boots since I was Hey, Phil's here. I started wearing boots probably when I got to college. Probably when I got my first pair and I've been wearing them pretty re- regularly, you know, in the fall winter time up until yeah, I did kind of get away from them the past couple of years. Yeah. I don't know why. Just, you know, trends come and go. And you got I any just, pearl snaps in that closet of yours? I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to go to the, I don't want to do that. Okay. I feel like I should be, you know, two-stepping. If you're, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. And, and I'm just, I'm not, I'm not ready to go that, that far into it. It's kind of weird in Texas because this Western look, it it, it is definitely coming back. It, it's, it's, has trickled down into, you know, mainstream fashion to high, to high, to high street type stuff to designer um i'm you know we we went from like the the kind of the big wave over the past three fall winters was chelsea boots Uh and this fall chelsea boots are still everywhere but it's not like the cutting edge anymore what's a chelsea boot a chelsea boot is is like a it's it's laceless so it's just it's just like an almond toed leather or suede boot Okay. It has the elastic. Oh yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, gussets, yeah, gussets on the side, or it can zip up on the side. Gotcha. But it's like that kind of like British rocker type pointy toe. Yeah, I know what you mean. Solid now. boot. Um, and the like the tweak the designers have been putting on those now is that they're going like western with them. Like the toe really? is more western, and they're doing the little. The, like the little Western like engravings in them, you know that that yeah. thing that's on the toe of a lot of Western boots. It's just like some stitching that's in like a little almost like swirly mm-hmm. curly cue mm-hmm. stitch. Seeing that more and more, yeah. Um, I I, I guess it, it's probably a little bit weird for us to kind of adopt some of this in Texas because that look never disappears in Texas mm-hmm. because we do have people that are like really really into like the Western sure. stuff and are. And are all in on on boots and yeah, and you know I'm, Wranglers. Hello, everybody. Yeah, this hey, is, Phil's here. Phil. <laughs> um, you know what I'm gonna get is uh, I'm in the market for some of those. Um, I don't want to get this wrong, but I guess it's a in the Hispanic culture those long toed boots that are like five, oh yes they like have like a, a five foot long curl curl at the up at the yeah y'all look those up <laughs> you're not doing that <laughs> i'm getting a pair of those actually i think i got back into it this fall because i was i saw someone someone we know probably wore like traditional cowboy boots with jeans mm-hmm. in maybe uh august or something and i was like you know what yeah i'm i'm bringing mine back i mean i have a closet full of boots yeah it's like you know what? It's a look. I'm going to go back at it. Yeah, it's it's. I feel like it's the latest kind of look and aesthetic that has been. I'm going to make up a word here. Fashionized, basically. 
So yeah. it's like taking something that is that in its original state is like not very trendy or fashion forward and then like darkening the colors, slimming up the silhouette and like making it all work in a really just, you know, sleeker way, basically. Mm-hmm. So the Western the, the Western thing will definitely be be interesting to uh, to keep a tab on. Are you dipping into it? You got you have boots? Yeah, so I, I I've got three pairs of Lucchese boots that I Ooh, look at you that I love. I have zero actually. And, flex. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, flex. Um <laughs> and that's and I really, really like them. And that's why I've been struggling on this on this jeans front. And you you'll so you'll ask, Oh, well, what did you wear before? Like if you've had these boots. And I did have pairs of the bleached out Wranglers. Uh-huh. Um, I've got a pair of Bonobos Traveler jeans that Same. like that kind of work, but only over one pair. Yeah. Problem is I've got I've got one pair uh where the shaft is about an inch shorter than on my other two pairs. And you wouldn't believe, but that that one inch makes all the difference. That's what she said. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, try try the five fourteen right. non stretch. Okay. If you can find them. Because yeah, it's that 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 one extra inch on the shaft of the other two pairs, and it's yeah. just like I see the outline <laughs> in everything I put on. Yeah, um, yeah. I, see, I'm glad I came in here on this segment because I am not a boot boy. At, at one point in my life, um, I, I had a p- couple pair of boots, and now I'm down to I have one that is like I think they're Python. I don't know. I bought them secondhand mm-hmm. from I was getting a, a yeah, belt. snake boots player. Yeah, all right. So I was getting a you. belt fixed, and they they had them on the counter. Are you gonna go as Kenny Powers to hello, for Halloween? Uh, I could <laughs> if I keep growing out this wig. <laughs> uh, anyway, they had them on the on the on the table there, like the, the cash wrap, and I was like, they had for sale on them, and I asked what size they were. They were my size, and I bought them, and they actually really fit well. But going back to the shaft, the shaft and in, in these are are too wide. And I think we've talked about this before, like. They need to be tapered. Like, yeah. I can't fit any jeans on them. Right, right. So I rarely, rarely wear them. It, it, it makes it even harder for you and I because we're since we're shorter guys, mm-hmm. that also means that the shaft is like comes up closer to our uh, knee. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like we have less real estate to work with to get that taper and the shape yeah. right. So I think if you have a little bit of height, you're, it's, it's, you're, you've got a little bit more flexibility mm-hmm. kind of like cover up that uh that boot um let me let me throw a boot brand wreck out real quick yeah you mentioned luke casey amazing boot obviously they're expensive though you're gonna have to pay for them um the boots i wear most are larry mahan they're the ostrich ones you'll see kind of a light brown i've had them for probably 10 years and they've held up extremely well i've worn them so much larry mahan boot uh the price point i think i got those for probably 260 bucks oh yeah that's real good yeah that's good and they've lasted, like I said, ten years, and they've held up extremely well. Um, there's another, there's another Austin-based mm-hmm. brand that I'll I'll shout out called Tacovas. Yeah, and I they they're I nice. believe they even kind of started as like almost like a Lucchese killer because they're, they're like they're the they're the whole thing. They're biz, they're B two C. They're business to consumer. They're no middleman. Um, and so their 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 selection is narrow. But I've heard really, really good things about Same. about these boots. Yeah, I have too. And the and the price point is is very good. I have a pair of Tacovas. Uh I like them, and I actually just bought my girlfriend a pair for her birthday. Nice. It's a, a very solid boot, especially if you're just trying to like. Dylan's talking about getting back into the cowboy boot gang. If that's something you're willing to try, you can get a pair of Tacovas shipped to your house for I think it's like two hundred twenty bucks. Yeah, and uh, they are solid boots. 
Dave wears them every day. Those okay. are, that's Dave's everyday boot. You are really turning Boo Boo into a Texan, aren't you? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying as hard as I can. <laughs> um, but just as far as the look overall, you know, I've 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 been into like a denim jacket for for several years now, I'd say, and so just that kind of like kind of that overall look that that Bradley Cooper is rolling with in A Star Is Born. Like nothing too crazy, but like they I, nailed that, it with that, that, that yeah. tan kind of jean jacket looks great, and I like his just dark colored pearl snaps and good boots and jeans and yeah, he's, he's got the hair that looks good under he, under, under a cowboy hat too. Obviously, but is he supposed is it, he's supposed to be a country singer in the movie? He's like I'd call what, it's I'd like call a hybrid outlaw like a country um, Americana ish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like Ryan Bingham. Yeah, there you go. That's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of the vibe I got. It was the the movie itself, just from the previews, seems like Crazy Heart ish. It is. It is Crazy Heart ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were talking about his hat in the movie earlier. Yeah. And it was kind of like the, the tipping point in convincing me to go out and buy one. Dude, if you come, if you start rocking a cowboy hat, like a real cowboy hat, but um, see, you you've missed the conversation. But that is. That's what we were talking about. Is that like traditional cowboy hats make <laughs> I'd you look love to see it. make you look like Garth Brooks? Yeah. Whereas the, what he wears is like uh-huh. very like edgy, fashion-y. Yeah. less structured. I was gonna say Lucas Nelson actually wears a hat similar to that. So too. if you Google Bradley Cooper a Star Is Born hat, you get a bunch of pictures of Lucas Nelson in his hat. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Also the the band Midland they they wear a lot of yes. the flat brim yep. felt hats and they're awesome. Yep. Yeah. yeah, all the yeah, exactly. So it's like but it's it's all of these younger, more rock starish, forward country guys mm-hmm. that are like wearing these badass kind of flat brim, yeah, felt cowboy hats. Yeah, I'm gonna at some point I want to pull the trigger on a, a good one, yeah, like an actually actual flat that's gonna hold up brim. Um, the brand that I love to shop on sale that's been doing this for years is also the offshoot from Ralph Lauren called Double RL. Mm-hmm. And they've, I mean, they've lived in this sector for as long as they've been around. Um, All right, let's take a quick break. And then we're going to talk about traveling abroad. And we've got a couple of listener questions that we're going to throw out. Nice. Mm, Can't wait. My name's Will DeFreeze, and I'm the host of the Sunday Scaries podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. If you've ever found yourself in the midst of an existential crisis come four o'clock on Sunday then you pretty much know exactly what the Sunday Scaries are, and I'm here to help. Whether I'm introducing a new hangover cure or teaching you how to filter the perfect Instagram, take 15 minutes out of your otherwise miserable Sunday and allow me to guide you. Pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, light a scented candle, and sit back. Because at the end of the day, it's all going to be fine. You can find the Sunday Scaries podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else podcasts are found. See you on Sunday. Hey, before we jump into our final segments, make sure you go take a look at rowdygentleman.com. We had a great sale yesterday on long sleeves. November is kind of be going to be our sale month there. So if there's anything that you've been kind of keeping your eye on, it, pay attention because something's coming down the pipe for you. We're releasing new products there every week. And we got to say, I'm sitting with Dylan, our yeah. celebrity guest today, and the shirt that dropped today is pretty much directly inspired by a movement that he started. My, my affinity for bird scooters for is birds, what you're, bird what scooters, you're talking about. Hashtag yeah. bird gang. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I wore this shirt for the first time at ACL. Was that last week or yeah, two weeks ago? Two weekends ago. Two weekends. Yeah, ago. two weekends ago. Uh, it, it's like a. It, what it reminds me of is like an old school band tee, like maybe like a Led Zeppelin concert tee. Yes, that you might find selling at the actual event. Uh, it's just, it's just sick. I love it so much. It's a great shirt. It is. Yeah, check it out. Um, uh, there's pictures of me wearing it actually on. Uh, all, well, there's all it's, over they're the right internet. on the website. Yeah, our boy Connor who designed this shirt is there's a you can see him wearing it too. These we've got these things in hand. You, we nailed the look. It does. It's like a hybrid between like an old school Harley shirt and like a kind of Iron Maiden or Led yeah. Zeppelin band tee. It looks dope. We printed these on uh, Bella and Canvas blanks, which I'm nice. very, which I'm very fond of as well. So I, I mean, some are, some people are saying this is our best shirt ever, and I'm it, saying that it's fine. I'm finding it hard to argue with them. I'm to saying be, that. to be completely honest, <laughs> Dylan almost broke the internet when he teased uh, it I at did. ACL. Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. You're, he's uh, making smoking cigs just look damn cool as well. So watch out for the uh, everybody's going to be smoking cigs again soon too. I'm trying to this, start because of this photo this one photo it almost commands a cigarette uh, yeah, yeah indeed <laughs> anyways check it out if you don't cop that shirt today which you should then again be on the lookout for some sales coming down the pipeline people are loving i've, I've gotten great feedback on the the quality and the comfort of the pocket tees this season so i you know i vouch for those and uh all right rowdygentleman.com let's talk about traveling abroad we started a little bit of this conversation because yes. that's where Dylan caught the hat bug and yep. bought bought his Panama hat. But I'm, I've gotten some listener questions about going on trips over there and about styling yourself over there. Now, these these listeners kind of wanted to do the opposite of what you were going for. There. Right. Whereas you were like <laughs> looking to be the tourist kind of yeah. sticking out like embrace, a sore thumb. Embrace dumbass tourists. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are wanting to know how to kind of blend in sure. over there. Uh, one question I got specifically uh, talked about London. And so I'm, I'm going to start there because although I've never been, to me, London is basically Europe, New York. Yeah. And so I, I, I don't think it's too hard to blend in over there. My, my very first suggestion is like basically just wear dark colors. Wear like a lot of neutrals and a lot of black. You know, because I, it's just, I get the feeling that it's like very rainy and glum and kind of cold over there pretty much all the time. Yeah. So I don't think people are like walking around in like neon green and hot pink. And I feel like you need a top coat of some sort. Yeah. That seems like everybody has some nice top coat. Like a big, yeah. 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 More so than maybe a, a, a parka. Yeah. 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 Like something not, not too heavy. Yeah. Maybe something that ties at the waist. Okay. I like those. Oh, shit. And just for to say the opposite of that, I think what maybe would give you away is if you're like in like a ski jacket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if that's like your one like warm coat is like uh -huh. a ski parka, yeah. you probably there. need to pick something up that's like a little bit more elevated and uh, and you know just better looking for 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 uh, daily life on the street in mm -hmm. the in the tube in the tube. Yeah. But what did you what? Did you pick up any, like, what'd you see over there? What are people... So London is a place I didn't go to. I So Paris, I was on the lookout for, you know, you think of Paris and you think very fashion forward. Like, that's where, you know, you models go there for their, their run runway shows sure. and shit. So uh, outside of, like, the 
Okay, so when we got there, we started walking around. We weren't in like the the super ritzy area yet, and people kind of dressed like shit. Okay, and we were. When I say we. I was with Kayla for another show. Um, we were like, I, I, this is supposed to be like a, a very fashion a fashiony place, and I, I don't. I'm not really seeing it. But then we got to like the ritzy, like the nice areas. Like we walked around like the Ritz Hotel, mm-hmm. and just you know, you see kind of like the the high end stores everywhere, and you're like, okay, I kind of get it now. This. I'm not qualified to to speak on actually like the, what style of fashion they are, mm-hmm. but some pretty loud, you know, some statements were made uh, fashion wise there, and I don't even know how to describe it, but it, just big clothes, some bright color. It was weird, man. It was like this. Uh, you don't see this kind of stuff outside of New York, probably right in the states. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, you, I, I recall one gram that you got off. You're wearing like a navy blue jacket. Ah, yes. Did yes. you buy that over there? I did. I did. <laughs> All right. Oh, and the scarf to accompany it. I also I, that, I purchased those together. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so we were. This is you'll, this is how little I know about fashion. So we were walking along in Paris, and I was like, I want to get a scarf so bad, just to say I got a scarf in Paris. I want to uh-huh. get a picture with it. You that know, like that, that kind of replaced the beret that you were after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so we we were walking along, and there's a store called Zara. Sure, you've heard of it, <laughs> and I had never heard of it. So Kayla's like, oh, "Let's just." She was making fun of. Me. Let's go. Oh, let's go in a Zara. That's like a really high end uh, fr- French, you know, place. I was like, "Fuck it, let's go." <laughs> we went in there. And I'm like, this place is cheap, Kayla. I, I expect it to be like much more expensive. I think the scarf was like like twenty two euro or something, and the yeah. jacket was like sixty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I purchased those together in Zara, which I found out later was like a, a pretty well-known department store. It's based in Italy, maybe? It's based in Mexico. Mexico? And, yeah. And oh. the dude that owns it is, the rich, is, I think, the richest guy in the world. Really? Carlos Slim Carlos. Okay. Carlos Slim. Yeah. Anyway, so it, I, it is It is a massive behemoth of a company, yeah, basically. Yeah. And I it fa- is global. I, I found that out. Anyway, so I, and it got pretty cold in Paris. So I was like, I have a chance to wear this right fucking now. So I threw the jacket on and I... You popping scar- tags just right there on the I, street? No, that that night we went back okay. to the crib, back to the crib, <laughs> and I was like, we, we rest up a little bit, and I changed for that night, uh, and it got pretty cool. So like, I'm just gonna wear it, and uh, of course I had a rip cigs, and, a, yeah. and a, okay, so everyone in Paris smokes. Everyone smokes. It's a fact. Everyone smokes. Some, most of, not most, but some even roll their own cigarettes. Anyway, people are just lying in the streets, like leaning into doorways, just ripping cigs. I was like, I'm gonna get like a super Parisy picture off right now so mm-hmm. i threw the jacket on which is just a short i don't what kind of style is that you haven't really seen it in, in person yeah it, describe it for me um so it's all navy it has an elastic waistband okay and it's kind of like a shiny-ish material and it had like button the uh, pockets on the ch- on the chest yeah. okay i think yeah i couldn't tell you what the collar looked like yeah and you, you still have this thing oh yeah yeah okay. you'll see it yeah i, I love it yeah, it's kind of like I. It sounds like what you're describing is basically just kind of like it, it's it's uh, kind of like a parka military jacket hybrid. Sure. So, it, but but go on, continue. Yeah. yeah. And so I threw that on with with the scarf, and I do a sig in the mouth. I leading it's a doorway, and it was, I got a dope picture off. And so did did your like did this navy coat with pockets on the front did did that make you feel like you were fitting in there oh yeah 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 people started to take me seriously i think okay <laughs> yeah but which is not really what i was going for i just wanted to get a, a good gram off yeah but it was fun they accepted me yeah I, I mean and and i think that's like a good example of of what i was saying i i think the right way to fit in there is just by like not trying too hard but not identifying yourself completely in some type of like American niche 
style wave yeah. either. Yeah. You know, if you wear like a zany Patagonia, that's you're probably giving yourself away. Oh, that's what sure. I was going to say is stay like uh, so I've been to Paris twice and flex. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing that I've noticed is very little um logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Very little right. logo and like when I say I, I was going to say they dress up, but when I I don't mean like they're dressed up. They just elevate just a little bit. And what I mean by that is very little t-shirts. Um this is just my observation. Yeah, yeah. And a lot they do a lot more like full button down. Um and but they keep it super casual. Right. Full button down, a lot of scarves, a lot of six. I'm remembering a mental note I made when I was noticing just the everyday people in Paris. It it feels to me like they all shop at like vintage stores. Everything mm-hmm. feels vintage and yeah. old and like it was in style, you know, seventies ish. Okay. It all feels that way to me. Yeah. And that I man, you know, I think that's just almost a testament to like the fact that Style is such a part of the culture that everything that everybody kind of like just has these old pieces that they've had forever yeah. that still work somehow. Yeah, especially in like a very individual way. Yeah, like I would see a shirt, like that's a pretty cool shirt. It looks kind of vintage, and I would think to myself, I have no idea how to acquire a shirt similar yeah. to that. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea how to do it. Yeah, and part of that also is that they do have. I mean, you go to Europe, you're you are all even though you might have a Zara, just like you got a Zara here. Mm-hmm. There's also a industry of fashion over there that's not available here. Sure. Different brands and, and different right. stores. So I, I you know, that that's kind of why I, what I always throw back to, even if I'm just going to a spot like New York and I, I talked with, uh, with our guest Hannah on, on V 13 or 14 about this, but it's like uh, my kind of my, my travel stuff when I'm going somewhere and, and I just want to like be stylish, but blend in is essentially like what I have on today. I'm just wearing black jeans a and look. a black and a black crew neck sweater today. It's a look. That's it's like you. It's not. It it's fashionable because it's not fashionable. And that's like what it's I just, go for. It would go. It could literally go anywhere in any city in the that's world, right. and it would just be a regular sure. look. It's just a black yeah. sweater and black jeans. That's my vibe completely. What Barrett's wearing, and it's it's black on black. We need to get these cameras popping off in here. Yeah, yeah, we do. Soon, it's coming. Yeah, um, they're both pointed at Micah for some weird reason right now. <laughs> Uh, the other thing, the last time I was in New York last year for winter and, uh, you know, what I wore every single day walking around was a pair of leather lace up boots with, and without, you want some type of like rubber bottom if it's going to be cold or wet or slick or icy, not a, you don't want a leather bottom boot. Yeah. That's why you can't, it's hard to wear Western boots yep. in very cold weather yep. because you just be slipping all over the place. Everybody knows the first thing you do when you get new boots, leather sole boots, is you go out there and scuff off the bottom to get some right. kind of traction or else you'll be slipping and sliding all over the place. Yeah. So if so if you don't have, if, if your footwear game is like only sneakers or, or Sperry's or desert boots or something, then find something like with a little bit of a higher ankle, good sturdy leather that is okay to get, you know, wet and kind of thrash up a little bit and that you can just kind of like stomp around in and walk around all day in. Sure. So, yeah. All right. I've got a couple of questions from listeners here. Um, I'm going to read the first one. The second one, the DM has been lost to the uh, to the ether of the Internet, but I remember what what it generally was about. Uh, so let's let's read this first one, though. 
I have a somewhat fashion but more culture fit question for the pod. I just moved from the field to my company's corporate offices, and the dress code is business casual. I brought with me somewhat nice chinos, button downs, and chuckas to wear. But now that I'm here, everybody, especially the younger guys around my age, are in actual slacks, oxfords, and dress shoes. Do I transition to slacks and oxfords when the movers bring the rest of my stuff in a couple of weeks, or just stick with what I've been doing since nobody has said anything? Thanks in advance. Hmm. When I think slacks and and ox, I I, I don't know, man. I think the I think the difference. I, what it sounds like to me is that he's in like a very business casual look, like maybe like some khakis and like a J Crew button down and like some chuckas or some desert boots. They're, they're stepping and it up. These guys are wearing tier. like dress slacks, yeah, and like nicer shirts like, and. And maybe like even they a, could throw on a sport coat right. and it would fit yeah. and it would look good. Yeah, he probably couldn't do that with his look. Uh, my, my instinct is, I, I feel like if you think that you're sticking out, you should you should maybe like adapt absolutely. into the to the office cult, culture a little bit. That, absolutely, agree. you don't want to be you don't want them talking about like, hey, why is new guy wearing these these ragged chucka boots when you know right. he when, just looks. Yeah, so I, I think I, I think I would advise you to kind of like turn it up a little bit and and blend in with what they're wearing. You now you said it's the younger guys, but you should also be taking a an even bigger cue, arguably from like the dude whose job you want in three years. Sure, it's like a classic thing to say, but you you want to dress for the job you want, not the job you have. So if and it sounds like that's the kind of work environment where that shit matters, right? Too. Yeah, like yeah. around here we take it for granted we can dress however the fuck we want. But it sounds like a place like that, it's important to look the part. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll, you know, unfortunately here at the Grand X offices, we go the opposite way. In fact, Micah is a great example. I'll never forget. I think he held on longer than anybody. Oh, we always but, talk about but this. But over the past five years that, I, that I've been here, it's been, it's always hilarious watching people start because week one, it's like every single day. <laughs> they're in a tucked in button down with like some jeans or some khakis and like some nice shoes. Yeah. They're going business casual, like office look week two. I, I think they're like, it, they're, it's like they're starting to come around on it, but they're like, surely people don't just wear joggers here every day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so maybe it loosens up a little bit more, but by week three, they're just like, Oh, I can wear shorts and sweatpants whenever I want to. Yeah. I think Micah held on for like a good two, three months there though. in, in his business casual garb, Micah was wearing sports coats. Wasn't it? <laughs> Micah had on button down, Did he wear tucks one day, <laughs> button down, obviously tucked in slacks and like some nice loafers. That was his look boots. every day. Yeah, yeah. We were like, is this guy, is gonna is he going to relax eventually? Like we have a guy over here at the cube next to him wearing, you know, a tank top. Like, dude, come on. The point being, you know, like, it, not that I would judge this person because, you know, when it's when it's going from dressing nice to dressing more casual, then it's like, how can you hate on a person for doing that? At the same time, we'd be like, why is that dude always dressed so nice? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's going the other direction. I would definitely say like, you don't want those people being like, why is this guy so casual all the time? Yeah. Start, start high and, and tone it down. If you, if you think it, it fits the office culture, but get a feel for the office culture and yeah. adjust accordingly. I would say. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think you're safer being dressier than everybody else than more casual. 
which it sounds like he's a little on the more casual end. Yeah. It, it took Micah like eight months to relax on the on the attire. <laughs> well, you know, the problem was I, I spent like uh, several months uh, in in boots and fancy shoes, and I was like, oh, everybody wears loafers here, so I just started wearing Sperry's, and then I got plantar fasciitis. Which... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? Uh, it, it took me out of running for like two years. It's, it's pretty much the worst thing that can ever happen to you. Because if you wear Doubtful. shoes with no support, it hurts so bad. So uh, don't don't just wear loafers every day. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Any other thoughts for this guy? I think we've pretty much no, covered. We it. We helped him. Okay. Just conform, man. <laughs> Step it up. The, uh, the the second question I got kind of touches on something that we that we just talked about as well, and that kind of like um, I think what somebody what was happening to this guy is he's wearing he, he's got like six or seven kind of old school vintage retro of the crazy kind of patterned Patagonias. And he says he's been wearing them to the office like most days. And he's kind of taking some shit for it. This the same guy? No, no, different different guy. guy, But similar problem, just maybe a little bit more specific. Basically, his question was like, should he shake these haters off and keep wearing this stuff? Or does he, or does he need to adapt and like flex in something more? What was he wearing again? Like the, like your big patterned kind of crazy retro looking Patagonia fleece type stuff can i say i hate those (laughs) (laughs) y'all may own one and that that's fine do your thing i can't stand those i've always hated those um so so now we know when barrett when barrett (laughs) i don't know why put out these really dope um windbreakers that had these all over prints (laughs) that were funky it's it's the patagonia it's it's specifically the patagonia though i don't know why okay i here's what here's what i'll say about that and for me, I, I've got I, I've got a few different things from Patagonia. One of them is a vest, a fleece vest, which has one of these like crazy colorful retro looking patterns. Uh-huh. I really like this thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'll I'll wear it this season just like I've worn it the past couple. It's like the Indian blanket look. You know what yeah, I'm a little bit. Uh huh. Does that make but, sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But much like the bleached out Wranglers, these things have a connotation. Yes, that was, that was my next point. And so that is what I would. That, that's mm-hmm. what I would say. That, that's why you sh- maybe should not wear one of these every single opportunity you have. It, it pairs because well with the swoop haircut. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> because you are you're yeah. even if it's even if you like it and you and and you're not this guy, you're kind of pigeonholing yourself into like ex frat star dude. Absolutely, and whitewash Wranglers and like the old gray New Balances and a swoop. Yeah. That's a that's, that's your look. That's a look, right? That's your aesthetic to me when you wear that coat. And, and and I'm not hating on like those guys or that look in particular. What I'm saying is that that look, just like wearing a college ring, comes with connotations. Absolutely. And you so, it. It, like, people will judge you based on what they think they know about you because of dressing like that. Very yeah. well said. I don't own any of those all over print Patagonias, but I don't dislike them like, yeah. completely. I, I don't, I don't, but I, my advice to him would be to, to cool it. And yeah. Maybe, you know, keep one in the rotation or no, keep, you know, just wear them, like spread it out, spread it out like a, a large gap between <laughs> the two. Yeah. Get something solid wears. colored. At least, at least mix that in. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's also just like a, it's a young guy's thing. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a younger thing. 
Yeah. Uh, we associate that with like our college days. So if you're in an office setting, trying to advance, trying to you know make a good impression, maybe get a promotion, get paid more, yada yada yada. It's like you you got to you got to be a mature presence there. You're big on you're outspoken about like graduating from like the frat guy look when yeah. you graduate, and I could not agree more. Yeah, you you have you have to put that kind of in the past. Yeah, because you carry a connotation around with you, like you said, when you show up looking like that. And it's, it's usually not a good connotation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. To most people. All right, guys. That's pretty much it for V17. Let me tell you a couple other things, though. Club Cool, just like all the Grand X Media podcasts, is available on Spotify now. So if you don't like going back and forth between streaming your music and the Apple Podcast app, go follow Club Cool and do your streaming and your listening right there on the Spotify app. The second thing, you can follow Club Cool on Instagram and Twitter at Club Cool Pod. And I've got a third announcement, and this is the big one right here. I've got about a dozen of the Club Cool hats left. Ooh, let's go. Those are tight hats, by this the is, way. This, since this is the hat episode, I'm dropping this at the end, so hopefully you're still here. Only the real ones deserve it. I did a hat giveaway when we launched on our own feed. That was the only way that you could get the first 10. Now I've got a dozen left to give away. Here's how you get one. I don't have one. Here's how you get one. Dylan doesn't have one. Neither do I, man. You can DM me. You can send me an email. You can figure out another way. <laughs> I need proof in the form of screenshots or video or whatever you got out there. I need proof that you've shared Club Cool with three friends, acquaintances, or family members. That seems fair. Yeah. You send me proof of that. And if you're the if you're one of the first twelve to do so, I'm gonna ask you for your address and I'm gonna ship you a hat. Very generous. That's a deal. That's, that's a deal. That's what it is. These are great hats. Yeah. You can follow me, my personal accounts at Barrett Dudley, Twitter and Instagram. Dylan, where can we follow you? Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at D Shivery, C H E V E R E R E. Also give my uh, my mailbag podcast a follow. That's at right. Mailbag podcast on Instagram and Twitter. It's a good pod. If you if you like if you enjoy the section of Club Cool where we take listener questions and just kind of spitball and answer them. That's all my show. That's is. your entire yeah. show. <laughs> that's it. It's, it's that's a it. it's a lot of fun. I've guessed it on it before and had so a Phil. marvelous time. I had fun. As I've said before, the column on PGP is like maybe my all time favorite column there. So the I podcast was that. a great Thank idea. You. Follow Dylan. Follow his podcast watch him get his fits off and wear his new hats phil um yeah i'm not done yet since i came in late where where is this crew neck sweatshirt from this is this is like probably 10 years old but it's from barney's it's just just barney's brand where's that crew neck sweatshirt from dylan uh i got this from man outfitters the brand is is that grayers grayers okay thank you those are two good brands y'all look good yeah i wish we had the cameras going it's a sweatshirt with a pocket i love it all right, well, I'm sorry that I was late today, boys. I was grinding in there. It's all good. We know yeah, you're a grind boy. We know you're a grind boy. You got to gotta help us keep the lights on, man. Yeah, I know. But if y'all would like to follow me... Um, hey, on... since Austin has no water, I'm, I'm drinking Voss water. Can yeah. You, can you get the... This is Baller Shit. It's from Norway. Can oh, you get, absolutely. Can you yeah. get them to sponsor the pod? For sure. Okay, thank you. I'll just make a phone call. <laughs> P to Batag, Norway. Uh, P Batag on Instagram. P-B-A-T-T-A-G. Just call up Norway. Yeah. Be like, hey... Let me talk to Voss Water. Mm-hmm. Boom, done. The Voss Boss. The Voss Boss. You want the Voss Boss. <laughs> <laughs>
Man, well, this has been fun. I'm sorry. Thanks for having me on, Barry. That's okay. Yeah. Hey, thank you for being here. It was good. I'm Phil. I'm sure you'll be back on. Probably, probably next week. I don't have anything planned for V18. (laughs) But (laughs) fuck it. Check us out next Wednesday. Follow, rate, subscribe, review. We'll see you next week. See ya.